0: TBD uh, it's going to be incredible hopefully your Reebok. Sponsored by your name here <laughs> <laughs> send us a check help us uh, buy more kill cliffs yeah uh, we're excited we some anything something yeah. We <laughs> buy made, us a new belt we don't we care. make zero dollars
1: off of this so far
0: <laughs> uh, we're excited <laughs> to be back uh, we're finishing up some conversations that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, going really well honestly uh, a great listen uh, love you guys unpack things that are going on uh, not just with Cody here in Madison but you know programming wide with all of those locations uh, bringing a lot of unity with what you guys are doing as of late and uh, uh, yes thank you Chris thank You <laughs> uh, so Hunter I think no one is better equipped than you to charge us forward in this next form of a topic what is it Wow. I still kind of an I don't know if I can head. follow up that intro Chase. Wow. That
1: was uh, uh, you, I'm gonna charge you, us
2: forward. you better, okay. better uh,
1: So <laughs> last time we talked about programming, uh, class programming, uh, what we do in our class, why we do it, um, you know, question try to answer some questions that we get a lot of, uh, why we've changed certain things that we've done, mistakes we've made, all that type of stuff. So if you missed out on the first part of this, go check it out. Uh, Part two, what we're going to talk about is extra work, okay? So this is for stuff that you want to do maybe on top of the class program. Uh, Maybe you are recovering well from class. Maybe you want to take your your, your game to the next level. Maybe you have some specific goals that you want to work towards. And we're going to kind of talk about how you should determine what you should be doing Um, and then what extra programs we have uh, for our athletes to do. Uh, to follow as well. So um, I think the first step. Let's just kind of talk about uh, the extra programs that we have. So we have our class program, and we have the three tracks in the program. We also have supplemental work that's done outside of class. Uh, we got our strength program, which is a three days a week. Typically, the goal is for about 30 minutes of work each each session. And that's, uh, you know, obviously for people that want to get stronger. Um, we got our conditioning group another three-day-a-week program, about 30 minutes of work, and that's geared towards people who want to get extra conditioning in. Maybe they're trying to lose a little bit extra weight, whatever the case may be. And then we have our competition prep program, which is for people who want to compete uh, maybe in the open or they want to do local competitions. Um, And they're getting about 30 minutes extra work, four to five days a week. And then we got our games prep program, which is for people who want to compete at the highest level. And they're getting anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half extra work a day, six days a week. And so um, we got four different extra tracks for people to choose that will supplement the class. And we kind of want to talk about go, go in a little bit more detail in each one of those, what each one's focused on, and then how you determine what you should be doing, and then is it a good idea to Google a strength program online and put it on top of the class program. So guys have anything any any initial thoughts on this this topic
2: uh, you know first uh, first and foremost um, any any, uh, any additional work that uh, that you might want to do outside of the class you know make sure that you are doing it for the right you know for the right reasons you know there needs to be a goal behind it not just I want to do more because I think it will help me burn more calories or something mm-hmm. like that. that you know, if, if that's, a, if that's yeah. your thought, make sure that you go back and you listen to the previous episode where we talked right. where we covered that. I covered that a lot. So, yeah. Pause you know, right here. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and go back and listen again.
3: <laughs> the, the other thing too is just whatever you do, do it consistently. You know a lot of times it's, it's not on a week-by-week basis. The programming is set up to benefit those who stay with it, stay consistent, go with the percentages, um and and just you know be be mindful that it's going to be it's a progression you know it's not a this week i'll get a little stronger next week i may not do that but the next week i'll get a little stronger yeah. like what hunter talked about in the last uh in the last episode you're getting you're hurting yourself when you're working out like you're you're getting weaker And as you recover, you get stronger from that as a result of that, but you're not, it doesn't come as like a, oh, I'll do it this day and then i might miss next week. You know, we've all gone through a cycle, a strength cycle and missed a week in the middle of it. And it almost throws the whole thing off. You go two weeks without doing your percentages on the back squat. You show up and the back squat is heavier than it was two weeks ago and you haven't squatted in two weeks. Um, And so it's it's consistency uh, over just your,
1: energy that one day mm-hmm. sidebar to the percentage thing real quick if they if you're doing the extra work and there's <laughs> one rep max every day if it says 75 <laughs> yeah. it means if, if you're feeling good yeah. max it out. no if you're doing percentage work there's a reason that it's that percentage okay so all this is in five five week blocks and then a lot of times you know, for the extra work, it's combined to look at more like a three-month, six-month type window and it's fitting in there for a reason. And so if it says a certain percentage, all five sets, do all five sets at that percent that doesn't mean start at that percent and go up. And it also doesn't mean start below and work up to that percent. It means do all five sets. There's a reason for that. But Hunter, it looks good on sugar wall yeah. to be able if, to yeah. put that last weight in, yeah. 20 pounds heavier. and If you are doing that, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to not recover for the next. There's a reason the percentages go up and down because it's to account for your recovery. And so when you're hitting the high, you're only hitting high intensity every now and then. If you're hitting high intensity, Every single session, you're not going to be able to recover from that. You're not going to make progress. That's going to take away from other stuff. And so make sure you're hitting the percentages because that, all that is is, is uh, meant to be taken into account compared to everything else that you're doing as well. All this stuff is fit together, like I said, like a puzzle piece. It's not just let's do a little bit of this, let's do a, bit, a little bit of that and not taking everything into account what else you're doing. All that stuff is meant to be combined and it's taken into account and put together um, like a puzzle. And so if you start, if you are not following percentages, you're not following the program, you're doing your own programming. And so think of it that way. You're creating your own program when you get off of the percentage track. So um, sorry for the sidebar. That's just A different percentage is literally a different thing. Like it is a different thing entirely. It's yep. not, I, oh, I just, I pushed it
3: a little more. I got, yep. I, it's not like you brought a little extra intensity no. on your burpees. It's,
2: it's a different language to your body. Yeah, and sidebar to the sidebar. If you if you went on vacation or you missed two three weeks of the string cycle and the and the first day you come back and the back squats are five by five at eighty nine percent, you probably need to go lighter. Go lighter. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I did. We did this. I did this this week. Everybody was hitting the heavy ones and everybody's talking about it and it looks like it'd be fun. And I had. We had gone on vacation two weeks ago and everything had kind of got thrown off, and I was doing what I remember from a couple weeks back, a lot lighter percentage to build into it. You're yeah. not gonna make up for it all by crushing yourself one time
1: you know, after missing things, so. Sidebar to the sidebar to the sidebar. Here we go. Percentages are meant to be off your, where you're at at the beginning of the cycle, not your lifetime max. Yes. And so, if you squatted <laughs> 500 pounds, Back at NOM, <laughs> you're, not, you're not using 500 pounds for your squat if you can only hit 325 right now. You're yeah. never going to hit your percentages. Yeah. You need to be realistic. Check your ego at the door, and use the percentage where you're at, Chase and then, then you'll be Sorry. able to make progress. Check
2: the ego,
1: But we've been doing this long enough to see the people that make the progress and the people that don't. And the people who are always jumping around, not following the percentages, trying to have the highest score of the day, they're the ones that don't ever get that much stronger but the people who stick to the program follow the percentages it's magic over time they actually make the most progress and so play the long game don't play the day-to-day game of trying to win that specific day play the long game you're supposed to have more in the tank on
3: what how many days how many days out of uh, three months are you supposed to not have anything left in the tank strength wise very few. Yeah. If any, maybe one or two. One. Yeah. That's the whole point is yeah. if you feel like, ah, oh, man, I left something out there. Seventy-five percent. I feel stronger than that. That's great. That means you're going to recover even quicker. Right. You're going to be able to hit it even harder and you're still going to benefit exactly. from it. So, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it's okay if, there's, if you don't, you know, limp out of the gym or waddle.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of break down each specific extra uh, program we have. So we've been talking a lot about a strength, so let's talk about that. Um, the strength program, three days a week that's based around the lifts that we see you're going to get the most bang for your buck out of. Back squat, deadlift, shoulder press, bench press, okay? Two upper body presses, two upper body pulls. And then we'll also throw some accessory work in there, um, like some maybe some weighted pull-ups, reverse, uh, reverse hypers, um, stuff like that. But what we've seen, the way to get the strongest the fastest is to do those basic movements and base everything around that always coming back to those core lifts and then maybe we'll throw some front squats in every now and then maybe you know maybe we'll throw some accessory work some single leg work to make sure we're even but you're going to make the most progress doing those and then we're doing that but on a cycle based off of you know 5, 10, 15 week cycle whatever the case may be where the goal is if there's percentage work follow the percentage work if it's more by feel go by feel but stick to the program and so that's based around that and that's meant to be done like I was saying, on top of the class, um, you guys have any thoughts on the strength program, strength work?
2: Your more your more technical movements, your your clean, clean snatches, jerks, uh, even uh, even when you start getting into uh, gy- uh, gymnastics movements like bar muscle ups and ring muscle ups, all those are built on a on a base of having to be strong in those basic movements and mm-hmm. those basic lifts. If you're hitting a plateau with your uh, with your olympic lifts and you're and you're trying to you know get a lot of reps at 90% or you're maxing out every day or something like that uh, go go lighter on the weight. Really try to hone in your technique when you do Olympic lifting work. And if you'll focus on getting those big, raw lifts stronger, I guarantee yeah. you, your Olympic lifts will go up if you get your technique down. Exactly. Correctly. The yeah. best
1: way to get stronger at your lifts is to get your technique better and to get stronger. You're not yeah. gonna get a whole lot stronger by doing maxing out every single time. You're, you're probably gonna get worse actually because you're owning in, honing in bad technique. Yeah. Get stronger on your back squat and your pulls and get your technique better and your lifts will go up. Yeah. And it won't beat you up as much either. If you're doing, talk about a uh, beat down on your nervous system, <laughs> hit 90% on your clean, you know, two, tw- two times a week for a few weeks, you're gonna be feeling wrecked. Yeah. Um, and so we talked about this last, last episode, you see Rich Froning doing a 20 minute EMOM of power clean every 30 seconds at 275. Like, I'm going to do that. That's how he's getting strong. Well, his power clean max is like 350. Yeah. You know, he's, wor- he's working on technique. Yeah. And so keep that in mind that what maybe looked like a lot of work to you is he's doing technique work. Just Easy. video video yourself doing those and then watch his
3: video and he's, go side by side. He's, uh, he, he's watch touching his effort. Go, he's Look, touching yeah.
2: going 275 and you're mashed potatoes on 205. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mashed potatoes.
3: <laughs> you want to put a name there with that? Uh... uh
1: what, oh, like so, a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> so, Idaho, <laughs> master So no, person in the gym. <laughs> burn was brought to you by Idaho. <laughs> Hungry man. All right, so uh, that's a, that's the a strength program, uh, conditioning program. That's for people who want to get some extra cardio in. A lot of people uh, want to, uh, you know, do maybe, maybe get their engine better, or maybe they want to lose an extra bit of fat. Um, so that's a three day a week program as well. Um, That's going to be based around running, rowing, biking are going to be the three focuses on those. Those are always, for the most part, going to be intervals or else going to be longer um, heart rate type work. And so that's kind of where that is. Same thing, that's based off a cycle, uh, working on different things, whether it's 400-meter runs or whether it's 2K row or whether it's 5K row, whatever the case may be. Can I
3: I want to ask a question to you, um, well, to both of you guys. When it comes to the conditioning piece, is there is it just as important that those times are programmed and they're very specific to what you're working on versus just going out and running three times a week? Because yes. I think I think a lot of people um, maybe think, okay, you know, I did CrossFit, I want to burn some extra calories, or you try to, oh, I'm eating this tonight, you know, I want to do something extra, and they think, all right, let's just go and run but I think that there's a place for all of that running is built into a cycle. It's Mm -hmm. specific for progress and not just work in general.
1: Yeah, if you're just going to run three days a week, all you're doing is burning calories. You're not really getting better at running. Yeah. Um, Now, if you follow- Especially if you don't know how to run. Yeah, if you follow a cycle that has progressions and is meant to get you better at something, then you're going to actually get fitter. And then what happens when we get fitter? We're able to up our threshold, we're able to go harder every session, and then we're gonna burn more calories over a long period of time. And so, going back to it, we're playing the long game here. We're not playing the, hey, I wanna eat a burger at dinner, so I'm gonna go burn 400 calories. Sure, you could do that, but that's not gonna make you get, make you make progress in the long run. What's gonna make progress in the long run is getting fitter, and how you're gonna get fitter is by focusing on certain things, following progressions, following
2: a cycle, and getting better at that specific thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're taking if you're taking care of you just I mean if, sticking on that specific example about the you want the burgers to go burn extra cows, if you're if you're taking care of business the other days out of the week not going to worry about it yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah if, you're, you're, if you're
3: in the gym four or five days a week yeah. then, then you know jogging a couple miles the, after the, class the guys, isn't necessarily going to be the difference maker yeah. for you
2: the people that had huge success in our beach body challenge they were doing the class they yeah. weren't doing any of the extra work two, yeah. of, two of them that did really well were nurses they didn't have time to do anything else yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah just focusing on consistency over
1: time is what's going to make the most progress and I think that we're so ingrained growing up that working out is just about burning calories, burning calories. I'm going to the gym and it's going to tell me how many calories I'm burning on the StairMaster every single time. Well, I burn a thousand calories, that means I can have a Big Mac or whatever the case may be. But that's not what we're doing here. We're trying to increase our, our work capacity over broad time and modal domains. So we're trying to get fitter. And by being fitter, we're going to be burning more calories in the long term, we're creating a fitter body so that we can go have a burger on Saturday night and not feel bad about it if that makes sense. And so that's what all this is geared towards. We're trying to get better at things. We're not just doing things just to do them. Um, So then we go on to our our two uh, competition programs, our competition prep. Like I said, this is geared towards somebody who maybe has a full-time job. Maybe they got kids. Maybe they can't focus on their sleep. They want to compete, but they don't have an hour and a half extra to, to dedicated to it so it's 30 minutes extra work and we're gonna make sure we're hitting some gymnastics some high-skill gymnastics we're gonna make sure we're hitting a lot of the early lifts because that's what we see you know the biggest hole for most competitors is they're not strong enough they need to get better at their lifts so we're working on a lot of early lifting technique we're working on a lot of getting stronger and then we're looking at working on some higher skill gymnastics movements and we're throwing some conditioning every now and then but we're gonna we're not gonna put a whole lot of extra conditioning in there because they're already doing the class and if you only have X amount of time, you know, you got to, to weigh where am I going to get the most bang from my buck. If I need to get stronger, I need to spend most of my time getting stronger. And so it's the, the competition prep is going to be biased more towards strength and lifts and a little bit of high skill gymnastics stuff. And every now and then some
2: extra conditioning, but the extra conditioning is not going to be the focus. Does that make sense? Yeah, I had a very, uh, a very interesting uh, question. Um, not long ago, I had uh, had somebody ask me, uh, "What uh, what cardio? What extra cardio can I do that's not going to that's not going to sacrifice a lot of uh, a lot of lean muscle mass?" Hmm. And so, and so, my first response was, "Do higher intensity sprints with yeah. long, with longer rest." Yeah. The uh, the more three hour runs you go on, you're probably going to lose a little bit of uh, what you've uh, what you've gained. It's going to burn muscle. I I'll tell a very specific
1: uh, instance. Uh, a couple months ago, we had a guy who was he was doing probably three or four extra hours of cardio a week on top of class because he, he did body fat scanned and he wanted to get his body fat percent down. And he came to me. He's like my body fat my body fat percentage is plateauing. I'm doing all this extra cardio. I'm not losing body fat. I was like. Cut the cardio out, start lifting more weight, start eating more protein. Mm -hmm. Because you, I kind of wanted to get into this too, like what do you, you need to determine if you're trying to get your body fat percent down, what do you need to actually be doing? Do you need to be doing more cardio or do you need to be doing more lifting and building muscle muscle mass? And in his specific example, he needed to put on more muscle. And so by putting on more muscle, his body fat percent would go down. And so it's like hey you already have enough mu- you you already, you already have a good amount of muscle you need to add more and so we need to start stop cutting that you know cut that cardio out and start adding in more more lifting more protein whereas somebody else maybe somebody who's weighs more and they already have a lot of muscle it's like man let's let's just start adding more cardio we just need to burn burn some fat off and so it's looking at each specific person in, in a on examples, but if you're looking at a female who's 120 pounds, she probably doesn't need to lose a whole lot more fat. She doesn't need to be doing five extra hours of cardio a week. She needs to be adding on muscle. Uh, Whereas a guy who weighs 300 pounds, he probably needs to be doing more cardio. And so looking at that on each, each one of those examples, but a lot of times if you're stuck at a certain body fat percent, it's probably because you don't have enough muscle from what I've seen for the most part. Agreed. Boom. So all this type of stuff, talk Talk to your coach. Before you decide to start doing extra stuff, don't just start doing it. That's what we're here for. We've been doing this for a really long time. We've tried a lot of things. We've worked with a lot of people. We, we can pretty much tell you what you need to be doing based on what your goals are and where you're at now. Don't just go look on muscle uh well bodybuilding.com. Some, yeah bodybuilding.com and find a bodybuilding program and start doing it you got to take into account that program doesn't know what you're doing um in class every single day you, you can't just go look up a random lifting program online and throw it on top of the class and think it's going to work for you it doesn't work Very, like that it all goes together it,
3: one thing that's really cool i think just as you said that like you know, knowing that you're doing the class every day and that we've switched to that a lot of people don't know is, you know, we used to have people that were doing something that didn't have the class involved at all. And um, since we've switched to every single person, no matter who walks in the gym, no matter what fitness level you're on, can do the class program and is benefiting from it tremendously. I think that should give you a lot of confidence and and I want people to feel that confidence because we're seeing results over a broad scale. You know, we're talking about 350 400 people that we're getting to see what this program looks like. And so feeling like you, you know, hit these, and again, just to reiterate, take the class seriously and hit it hard Mm -hmm. and, and keep that the priority when we start talking about all the other things. And the long term is where you're going to see the results. A lot of times we look at people who've been doing this for seven years and we think, all right, I'm three months in, I'm making great progress. I need to change something. If you're seeing progress, and we talked about this with the beach body, if you're seeing progress in six weeks, eight weeks, just keep it going. Keep it going. It's going to take years uh, to get a lot of the results that you want. It doesn't mean that you need to switch one thing or necessarily add something in. So just to again to plug what we do in the class program, how well-rounded it is, and how we have people of such varying fitness levels all seeing drastic improvement um, is really encouraging for, yeah. for us as coaches. Um, and so we're going to be able to give you a great insight into whether that is enough for most people it is but we're going to be able to um, take all those, all the things we are doing in class and and, you know help
1: guide you into what maybe you can add into it. Look I get it. You start getting into fitness, you get excited about it, you start looking around on the internet, you want to find stuff and you find this program like man this looks awesome, I think this will really, I think I can add 30 pounds to my squat in 12 weeks or I can get you know get the body that I really want if I add this program but it doesn't work work like that I've tried that I've tried it a lot it yeah. does not work it's just gonna break you down you have to if you're going to follow a program you need to follow it all the way around all this stuff is, is built together like it's one big template put together the competition prep the games prep it's all put together with the class and it's all complementary. but if you start taking a program and adding it you don't. It doesn't. It has no. It doesn't have to take into account at all what else you've been doing, and so that's going to take away from what you're doing, and you're gonna. You're not going to make any progress. At best, at worst, you're going to get worse.
3: Yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The class is built to give you the meat of what you, what we're doing, mm-hmm. and adding things onto it, you're changing the puzzle pieces from the core as you add on, and so it's uh
2: Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's amazing to me how. Um, you know, uh, like, or why with fitness everybody wants to uh, wants to jump to uh, jump to the end so fast? You would never in a million years walk into a uh, into a uh, uh, jujitsu what are they, studios dojos yeah. whatever and say uh, you w- you wouldn't go there for for two months and be like, hey, I want my blue belt. Yeah. You know, or uh, you wouldn't. Um, I don't know. People might do that. <laughs> they, they they might. I don't know, but I. I have a really hard time uh, seeing that so I mean you've got you've got to respect the process mm-hmm. and and uh, and respect the other coaches and thing you know we've been doing this for a while we might know a little bit of what we're talking I, about.
1: I think people that haven't been doing it a whole lot think that you can get somewhere a lot faster than you can mm-hmm. yeah like you hear it all the time when women come in and say well I, want, I don't want to get bulky like that I'm like you're not just gonna get bulky. Yeah. Look, you're not gonna look like her in three months. She's been doing this for seven years and she tracks all of her food, all that type of stuff. She's dialed in, she works out two or three hours a day. You're not gonna get that by coming into class three days a week, it's just not gonna happen. And, and so I think people have this unrealistic expectation of what it takes to look like what somebody looks like on a magazine or what they look like on Instagram. They don't see all the work that they put in in the gym and then also with recovery and diet and all that type of stuff and so we do, we've been doing this for a really long time, we know, and so use us as tools, use us as resources to help us get you to where you want to be and that's the biggest thing, you just got to figure out where you want to be and figure out the best way to get there. Let's we, talk about the last... We are tools. Yeah. We, are <laughs> we are tools. We are tools. <laughs> the last, last program is the games prep program, this is for people who want to compete at the highest level, um, you know, this is going to be all the stuff. This is going to be the strength program. This is going to be the conditioning the program. This is going to be the competition program. This is going to be the class, and then some extra work as well. So this is for somebody who's really able to dedicate and create almost a full-time job. They can sleep at least eight hours a night, nine or ten. They eat. They can track their food every day. They can get a lot of rest. They can train for two to three hours a day. If you can't do all those things, you don't need to be doing this program. Just period. But. At the same time, if you can and you do it, you're going to make a lot, a lot of progress. And so that's kind of where, where the programs are. But I think where we want to get to in this discussion is, if you're, you're, you need to know why you're doing certain things and you need to have programs that are meant to go together. If yeah. you're adding a program here and adding this program and adding this program and combining them all together, it's a recipe for disaster, it's a recipe for injuries, it's a recipe for stagnation, plateau burnout all that type of stuff but if you stick with a, a program that is well designed you're and do it consistently over time that's going to be the best, best bet for you. You're going to make the most progress doing that.
3: I think here's the, here's the beauty of it for having those programs is there's someone else around you in this community that's doing the same thing mm-hmm. and so that's just going to help you build that consistency um, and so you know doing the programs as they're written You know, it's great if you think, all right, I figured out the key to my success and I need to be doing this. Um, But more times than not, that's going to last for, you know, Sunday night at nine when you're Googling it and you get this wave of motivation to do something different. But on the day in, day out, having a community around you and people that are all following these programs together is going to be where you're able to, you know, push through the Thanksgiving and the Christmas and the summer, you know, with the travel schedule and getting back to, to you know the consistency we've talked about it all through these podcasts, but that's one thing that's helped me is knowing I'm not alone in the journey. Um, you know these programs are being followed, so even if it's you know the conditioning accessory piece, being able to go on Sugar Watt and see mm-hmm. you know there's other people who are here doing this, and um, you know there's someone to maybe do it with and meet after class or do it before. That's because that's where you get the quality work. You can do something by yourself, but. I mean, there are very few specific people on the planet who can stick with their program and go
1: and hit it at the intensity they need to hit it. I want to hit a sidebar on this real quick. Because, Boom, sidebar. Because <laughs> this, is, this is just so prevalent right now. People are pushing this so hard. Everybody has to have their own individual program, and you've got to work out by yourself because you have to do something that's specific for you. Look at the games right now. You know, we're in the middle of the games right now. Who are the people at the top? It's the people that train together. They're all moving They're to all, together. They all yeah. train together all the time. Mayhem is dominating everybody. Tia and Matt train together every single day. They don't have this magic program. And that's something that people are trying to sell you is that I can write you this magic program, and it's going to get you where, you're, where you want to go. That's not the case. It's it's not the program. It's the consistency. It's the effort that you put in. And you. the best way to get that is to surround yourself with people who are better than you, that are going to push you and hold you accountable. And I. We've, over the years, seen thousands of people work out. We've seen thousands of people work out. And we see the people who work out by themselves every single day, 99% of them do not make that much progress. Mm -hmm. There might be that 1% that does, but they might make some progress, but they're not making progress as fast as the people who are pushing each other and training together. And that's just the, the facts. And I just see people like grinding away on their own, and they're going, they're just not pushing themselves. You have or, no idea what they, you're
3: capable of until so you. Put putting, some, yeah.
1: They think they're pushing themselves hard, but they're not. They're they're they're, you know, working out with somebody better than you is going to raise you to higher levels, so much faster. And if you go listen to interviews of these high levels competitors, and tell them what what changed. I guarantee you the vast majority of them found somebody that was better than them that could push them and they train together every single time. All those people at the top are training with people just as good if not better than them on a very regular basis. They might train together alone some just because they're training for three hours a day. Every single day you can't train with somebody for all that type. But I guarantee you they're looking for opportunities to get with people that are just as good if not better than them and push themselves. And if you have, you know, the Sugar White app that we have where you can keep track of people and compare yourself to them, that's going to get more out of you than any than any amount of individualized program for you.
3: We're in a sport where, again, we talked about it, no matter what level that you're at, you're just starting, sometimes you're not sure what you're capable of, and we live in that zone of trying to every day, you know, reassessing where you're at and saying, hey, do I have more to offer? Can I, can I push the pace as I get fitter? then I need to change the weights that I'm using, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you adapt and your body continues to adapt. It's the same with, I think, what the program that you give us and the, the way that we do, you know, when we do work out together is, I didn't know that people are capable of that. I didn't know what I'm capable of until I see the guy beside me mm-hmm. and he does something that I'm like, that is incredible, one, it gets my mind off me, and I start paying attention to other people, and I compliment other people, and I live in that zone where it's not all about me. But it's man, that's awesome. But subtly, it instills a confidence in you that man, maybe I am capable of a little more. That reminds. And that's I
1: mean, you just that reminds rolling. me of a conversation I had. I was in uh, Oxford this week, and a guy was asked me about a workout that we did last week, Elizabeth, and I think he's fairly new to CrossFit. He's a good athlete. And he was, he was asking me, he was like, man, I crushed that workout. And then I got on Sugar White and I saw the scores and I couldn't believe it. He was like, you, you count their reps down there, Mass? And I'm like, look, man, they're doing all the reps. Like, you just don't realize how good these people are. Like, you guys just don't get it because you, you're not around them every single day. Go down there and work out with some of these people who train you. Like, they are really freaking good. And they are... Raising raising the level to a whole nother level and it might seem unbelievable to you because you haven't been around it But when you start spending time around you're like wow, I could move a lot faster I I was like did you string your clings together? He's like no, I dropped every single one I was like they were doing them like (laughs) they strung them all together like like that wasn't even a question and And so it's just that's just an example like if when you're when you're training by yourself You don't know what's possible when you get around people that are better than you consistently, it's gonna raise your game and you're gonna make much better progress doing that. It's the same in every single avenue of life. I don't know why people in fitness think that, well, fitness is different. You gotta have your own specific thing. But in every other area of life, it's let's make, let's get a, a group of smart people together and raise everybody's. Yeah. Let's, together.
3: let's get 12 guys together and talk about what we need to be doing mm-hmm. and how we can better ourselves mm-hmm. in the next 12 months to lead the way I mean, instead they, of they do hiding from yeah. other people and say, you know, Oh, I need to stay in my lane. It's like, no, think about, take something from someone else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's collaboration.
1: Yeah. So this is what we've done on this podcast. Yeah, stop collaborating listen. <laughs> as, as a wise man once said. <laughs> well, wow, that's a
3: that's a segue to an ending if I've ever heard one.
1: All right, now we're going to transition to our everybody's favorite, second favorite, third favorite, maybe last favorite segment of the uh, podcast,
2: uh, and it is. Outside the box. That was a really good, really good in- uh, transition to that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> So, t- what, uh, tell us what we got here today, Chris. <laughs> so, uh, so today, uh, uh, last week we went with our top three movie villains, so I wanted to kind of switch it up and go a little random. We're going top three movie coaches, so if they played a coach of some sort in a movie, whoever your Their favorites were, you can go any direction you want with that. I went with the top three that I would love to be, that I would most want to be coached by is the way I went with it. It's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. In the same orders last two weeks ago yeah. Uh, whatever yeah first oh, okay. go first
0: okay okay
2: all right, so uh, so my uh, my number three I went with uh, I went with Jimmy Dugan from a league of their own and just cause, just because he's awesome who wouldn't want to play uh, play for that guy It's really. a great pick. He can keep uh, keep the uh, keep the team loose always uh, always laughing you were always anything like, Tom Hanks is yeah. like yeah, he was great great in that movie. go ahead, Chase all
0: right, uh, my third favorite is uh, Mr. Coach Klein from the Waterboy. Uh, never is there, has there ever been a better coach story arc. Some, a dude that was just down in the dumps, you know, he, he, he used to be this prodigy of a coach, had the playbook to end all playbooks, and then just gets torn down by this other alpha male, and then suddenly he comes back in the bourbon bowl and takes back his throne, his greatest coach, and all of Louisiana, best coach. Third best coach.
2: The other coach that <laughs> Best movie, coach. Third
0: best. Best third best coach. <laughs> best, third, the other
2: coach, of the the other coach that movie, Coach uh, Coach Red, the guy that stole the playbook, yeah. he would have been really good on the, on the last uh, – Yeah, the he would have. Oh, be. best yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's a good
1: point. All right, my number three is Lou Brown from Major League, uh, the manager mm. for Major League. Major League is just one of my f- favorite movies. I, lo- I love a good, funny baseball movie, but uh, he, he just – he kept everybody lighthearted he always had uh, some funny lines and i'm just a sucker for good qu- good quotes in a movie uh, we have we, we won two before if we win again tomorrow that's a winning streak it <laughs> has <laughs> happened before <laughs> so that's uh, that's my number 3 major league uh,
3: number three for me. Uh, we're gonna go. Have to stick with soccer. Someone's gotta represent. We're gonna go with uh, Will Ferrell kicking and screaming. Underrated um, <laughs> pick. Who would not want to be movie. coached by Will Ferrell?
0: Yeah. Done. And to be I mean, fair, my dick it. is also a great coach in that movie. Kind of a prick, what a phenomenal. But, yeah, but yeah, no great
2: comparison great
0: acting job there. Yeah, my number
2: three. My uh, my number two is uh, Herb Brooks from uh, Miracle. Yeah. Oh man. Almost the, picked uh, him. The, yeah, the pre uh, the pregame speech before there, man, yeah. gets me uh, gets me hyped up every time. I'll watch that entire movie just to see that that pregame yeah. speech. Kurt Russell is extremely
0: underrated. Or he is. properly rated.
2: We should do uh, properly rated,
0: uh, overrated. You know that game?
2: We, uh, we we should do that. I think I think he's underrated, honestly.
0: Yeah. I, anyway, uh, my number two pick is Charles Peterson, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, Adam Sandler coming through in the clutch, picking a perfect person to be the coach in the movie and. Never has someone's just legacy been so cut short in such a tragic way, unfortunately. But you know, it is what it is. Chubs overcame a lot, you know, to get uh, happy where he was,
1: <laughs> but it paid off, right? All right, so my number two is going to be a tie between Danny O'Shea and Kevin O'Shea from the Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a kid watching that show, I just wanted to play for the Cowboys and play for Kevin O'Shea's team. I mean, like, who wouldn't want to play for that team? But, you know, you gotta you got to have a special place in your heart for the underdog. Both great recruiters. Yeah, very, 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 <laughs> very good recruiters, yeah. Um, and so I think if you could combine their skills together into one team, I think yeah, that's who I'd want to play for, number two. Uh, Kevin O'Shea and Danny O'Shea. Excellent pick.
3: All right, number two for me, uh, John Candy, Cool Runnings.
1: Mm. Oh, um, nice. Yeah.
3: What, uh, you know, obviously not a lot of conditioning going on there. <laughs> um, you know, the food, everything, just the uh, recovery process would I'm be I'm actually a lot really more impressed enjoyable. that you've seen that movie. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I had to introduce it to Sarah. Then. Of course you do. Feel the rhythm. (laughs) So yeah, John Candy, Cool Runnings, what a guy! (laughs) What a guy! What a a
2: good movie too. It was a great movie. uh, (laughs) You dead man? (laughs) (laughs) So my uh, my number one, I feel like uh, he could uh, he could coach. Any uh any sport, anything uh, anything that you would want him to do, he could absolutely do. <laughs> so my number one coach, or should I say sensei, is Mr. Miyako. Oh
1: Miata. no, that was great.
2: Yeah. Dang. I mean, you know, you, you go you can go back and you watch that you watch those movies and even it, even with all the uh the eighties just cheese ball that it had in there, it was all just very very good, legitimate life lessons in those
1: movies. <laughs> and, and Chris loves to play the Karate Kid soundtrack on the uh, All in the time. The class, yeah. in the cl-
0: <laughs>
2: All the time. That
0: was an excellent
2: pick.
1: Uh, mine
0: is the one, the only, arguably uh, same deal, even though he was one sport specific, I think the way he approached coaching could apply very well to any form of sport, and that is Patches of Houlihan from Dodgeball. <laughs> This man uh, was—he was the CrossFit coach of dodgeball. He was practical. It was gritty. Uh, You know, paying a little less attention to you being hurt, but that's all right. You know, Uh, dude carried a nobody team all the way to glory in the highest esteem you can attain it. And I don't know how you get any better Uh, than that. You see, if I were
2: on a team, I'd go out of my way to screw up just to see what he would say.
1: Well, is it my turn? Yeah, I'm I surprised think so. that nobody has said this one yet. But my number one is definitely Gordon Bombay
3: uh, from Mighty thought Ducks. Thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Thought about
1: it. I mean, talk about a tortured guy. I mean, he goes from getting a DUI to, <laughs> to, to coaching a bunch of a uh, bunch of kids that he doesn't want to do, and then he next thing you know, he's coaching Team USA. You're leader. All the way. Yeah.
3: We can still
1: never figure out how they went from random rec team to they were all on Team USA. <laughs> yeah. Still a great mystery. Uh, Hockey's really, really good in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Gordon Bombay, I mean, he's just, uh, you know, from my childhood, he was the coach because I watched Mighty Ducks Mighty Ducks 2 over and over and over again. And I would have loved to play for that guy. He he brought out the best in his players, so. Be I, that man, Charlie. I got to give Be him number man. one. Did
3: he come back for Mighty Ducks 3, which is a very he was, under. He, he was in Mighty Ducks 3. Was he the coach? No. Okay. Because um, I almost put that as my one, two, and three option. Going <laughs> for all three for each each movie. Um, all yeah. right, sweet. My last one. Uh, really, I think – I don't know how good of a coach he was, but just to be in this scenario uh, as a soccer player, as a kicker, to, uh, to be a part of Billy Bob Thornton's Friday Night Lights <laughs> team. Um, yeah. I think the – just – I don't know what that movie brings out when you watch it, being a part of that. I don't know. He wasn't the best coach, I don't think, but, you know, some of those speeches that he gave just to be in the locker room would have been something special. He had a lot of
2: talent, but he had to
3: rally that team when, uh, when Booby went down. When Booby went down, that's when he showed his colors.
0: Hmm. All right. That yeah, was him um, on a heavy note there.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> let's uh let's get out of that hole and uh go on to uh, <laughs> yes. the go any, uh, no, anybody, anybody got any recommends? Well, yeah, uh, Mein Kampf by Adolf
0: Hitler. Wow. Wow. I we going further that. <laughs> Whoa. I'm, cut, cut that chase. <laughs> have, cut
3: that. You guys ever, have you guys ever uh, dove into the buttery bros videos? Yeah, I watched ever, some of them, yeah. Have you ever done recommends with that? Uh, if you're a CrossFit junkie and you really just enjoy you know getting into the just mainstream of watching some of the stars of CrossFit. Buttery Bros uh, have an account on YouTube and they do these mini documentaries. They used to work for CrossFit before they were a group of all the media people that got fired. And they started their own little production company and they do some really creative. So if you're, you know, artsy, just appreciate that. They, I think they do a really good job, Um, but they're really high energy. They bring a lot of the documentaries are like, oh, let's see how much volume Matt and Tia do, and they kind of bring just a lot more of the, you know, they'll show a little bit of the CrossFit, but they show what they do on their off days and show a little bit more of their home life, which is really cool. So, uh, buttery bros, look it up, real creative, 20-minute YouTube shorts. Um, not pants, short.
2: Short, short videos. Short film. Short films, got yeah. it. Mm. Uh, since, uh, since the last time I was on the show, I finally finished uh, Game of Thrones. All right. Yeah and really really enjoyed it Uh, got a hot recommends here coming in hot uh, (laughs) and um yeah the the uh the final season i mean like it did uh it did catch uh catch a lot of grief and maybe some of it i thought was uh warranted just because it just felt like they had to rush a lot of storylines. but did not did not take away from uh from the rest of the show being
1: Outstanding. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, how how it ended, I thought was great. I mean, if you think about the whole show, it it was a good ending. Maybe the execution wasn't the best. Maybe the execution could have been better. But like the actual plot line, I thought was great.
2: Yeah.
0: You got one, Chase? Uh, No, I don't. I'm not doing anything in life right now.
2: Oh. Okay. (laughs) Having Um, a kid. Yeah, I was was gonna say you better get all that out (laughs) of the way while you can. I have two
1: recommends. One, I recommend you not seeing the new Lion King because it sucked. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I've actually heard that from multiple Did you like people? it, Chase? I haven't seen it yet. I thought, like, wow.
2: You hadn't seen it yet? Uh-uh. I, thought, I was
0: supposed to see it, but it fell through. Fell through? Going to see Yeah, we're going oh, with was another couple. I thought it was fine. Like,
2: Fine. If I you thought, want to go yeah. to the movie, yeah. it was $30 to what i thought, it, was more of a, uh, it was more of a spectacle than anything else. Kind of like Avatar. Not yeah. a great movie, I, but... I felt like scenery. they focused so much on the visuals. Cheap shot there. I felt no. like
1: they focused so much on the visuals that they just got completely away from actually, like, the acting and the voiceovers and the music. And it just, like, seemed like everybody was kind of the, reading the their lines. There wasn't very yeah. any, any, like, passion at all. And it was just like, man... That's what I went back like and watched some of the cartoon scenes and like it was like, man, those guys were really getting into it and music and the acting and how they read their lines, they were really getting into it. And this one it was just kinda like everybody was just kinda going through the motions and the movie was an afterthought to the to the visuals.
2: Well yeah, yeah you had you had James Earl Jones play uh, uh play Mufasa again, so why you wouldn't just go ahead and get Jeremy Irons to play Scar again? Mm. Like you just you can't you can't replicate that. You can't match it. He was so good in that role. Yeah. So yeah, I I,
1: I didn't like it. I, th- I thought it was the worst uh, Disney redo so far. Uh, but I will recommend uh, the Gowad app. Have we talked about that yet on here? The, the mobility app.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, GoWide app is this really cool mobility app where they test your mobility and they get they give you some personalized um, stretching to do uh, every day and you kind of plug in what you've done for the workout and they give you before and after workout and then also an extra stretch to help you with your mobility and then you kind of retest and see uh, your progress but it gives you a score out of zero to 100 and some people have been doing it and made a ton of progress doing it. Um, it really helped me with my some of my Shoulder pain issues and stuff, so I would h- highly recommend checking that app out. It's like a five. It's I think it's a free app. It's like a five-minute mobility test, and then you, you can uh, do you know anywhere from five to 20 minutes of mobility every day, or maybe a little bit more if you do all three parts. Uh, but it's a little bit just more personalized uh, ROMWOD. So go check out GoWOD app. Cool. Well done, fellas. Well done. Yeah.
0: Until next time. I know Ben will be back next time. No, uh, we'll see about that. He's a big week. That's true. You may go on vacation again. Yeah. All right. All
1: right. All right. Well, see you later. See you. <laughs> big gulps, huh?